Screen Air, the podcast where every week we dive into the extensive and fascinating library of the greatest selling video game console of all time, the PlayStation 2. This week, we're talking about Godzilla Save the Earth. And I'm Ian Golding. <laughs> Godzilla save the earth. Godzilla save the girth. Save the birth. Save the earth. Welcome to earth. Welcome to earth. Remember that? Remember that meme? Oh yeah. That was a meme for a while. So this is an interesting game. Sure. Uh, This is something I didn't know going into it. Did you know? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't talk to you about this. Did you know this is actually a sequel? I found that out when I was doing a little research. I was I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. It's a sequel to a game that didn't come out on PlayStation 2. That's perfect. which, Which is wild. So this is a sequel to Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee. Sure. Which came out on the GameCube, the Game Boy Advance, and the Xbox, but not the PlayStation 2. Welcome, Godzilla. Yeah. It's it's a it's a little it's a little strange. This did come out on Xbox too, though. Okay. I guess they were just like, oh, maybe it was an easy port. Uh so this game came out on in North America on November 2nd, 2004. Another Christmas game. Nothing says Christmas like kaiju, mm-hmm. giant lizards destroying cities. It was developed by Pipeworks Software, which is a very funny name. Very funny. Land Pipeworks and published by Atari, which Whoa. leads to some leads to a funny little gameplay thing. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. pretty fucking funny. We'll get we'll get to it. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah, complete. Uh but let's talk about Pipeworks Software sure. a little bit. The first Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Melee was their first console game. Wow, okay. And they had only really done one game before that, and it was for, this is this is going to fucking date it, it was for Palm OS. Holy shit. Yeah, their first game was for Palm Pilot, and then they went straight into Godzilla Mayhem, which I think is kind of cool. And looking at their other games, they... A, stuck with Godzilla Good. for a little bit, but they also did uh, another game for PlayStation 2 that I like, Rampage Total Destruction. It's a fucking good game. Yeah. I like all the Rampage games. Oh, yeah. Rampage is a great, underrated series. And then they did uh, some Prince of Persia games for PSP. Okay. They did a couple movie tie-in games. And then in 2010, they went absolutely wild okay. with, <laughs> like... Game game games, if that makes any sense. So they did Monopoly, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, and then You Draw Studio for the Wii. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, they did the Devil May Cry HD collection. Oh, shit. I had that. They did the port for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, or the up-res, I guess. And then in 2014, they returned to, uh, you could call Pipework Studio the house that Godzilla built. <laughs> they returned to Godzilla and did a game called Godzilla Smash 3 for Android and iOS. Okay. They uh, dipped in and out of mobile games through most of the 2010s. There is one interesting thing they did, though. They did all the Terraria ports to consoles. Okay. Terraria's fun. I, I don't have the patience for it, but Terraria's fun. 
I've only ever played it on Wii U, okay. which uh, ironically enough is the console they didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking through their uh, games developed, and I think you skipped an important point. Uh, 2009 Charm Girls Club Pajama Party for the Wii. Oh, uh, for the Wii. Yeah. Oh, God, forgive me, please. I, well, someday maybe, but not right now yeah. because that needs to be. It's, it's one of those games. There isn't even a link on Wikipedia. It's just it just exists. <laughs> just exists. Yeah. yeah. They uh they also did uh, they did Wreck It Ralph for the 3DS, which I've actually played. Okay. And it's not very good. Oh, that's a crime. Is it Wreck It Ralph or the game? I'm sorry, in the game in Wreck It Ralph, where the it's Wreck It, it's Wreck It Ralph. So it's I would have preferred it to be the game in Wreck. Because I know that came out for a lot of systems as like a fucking Xbox Live Arcade shit or something. That was yeah, fun. yeah. that would have been much better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's enough for them. They're not that interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, they made this game, and I like this game. I do too. Uh, let's talk about the, I guess, this you could call it the story of the game. Okay. The game does have a story, kind kind of. Kind of. The story takes place two years after the previous game, and the mankind gets hold of Godzilla's DNA, sure. and in the game they call them G-cells. Yes, Godzilla which cells. Which seems, yeah, but it also seems clo- too, a little too close to, like, G-Virus from Resident Evil. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. And then an alien species uh, known as the Vortac are like, excuse me? Yeah. We're coming to Earth. We're going to get these G-cells. They want. We're going to find the G-spot to get the G-cells. Nicely done. So they bring a bunch of monsters with them, and then they decide to attack with their ultimate weapon, which is a space Godzilla. Hell yes. Which is... Like Godzilla, but in space. Pretty much. Yeah, he's, pres- he's just the same. And the, their leader, who I, I, A, I don't know ever has a name. If it I'm did, not- it went by so fast yeah. that I couldn't see it. I don't think so. Either. But she is very much in the vein of like Rita Repulsa. She is absolutely in that vein. Ha! Take that, wise guy! <laughs> Get me those G cells. <laughs> Find the G spot, my my monsters. Get my G cells going. Yes. Yeah. Get my G cells. There's lots to mine here with G spot, G cells. Sure. So are you a Godzilla fan? Growing up, we had the UHF station, uh, Fox 32 in Chicago. Son of Svenguli was like a, I I don't, if you know it, you know it. And maybe some listeners do, but like it was on Saturday, I think afternoons. And they would play a schlocky B-movie. A lot of times it was Godzilla. But also there was like interstitial. It was a show with like this weird dude. And he like was like a ghoul. And he would tell terrible jokes. And he always had a rubber chicken on the set somewhere. And yeah, he showed a lot of Godzilla movies. So in that, I grew up loving Godzilla. Like an Elvira type, but less sexy. Less sexy, for sure. (laughs) But yeah, it's funny because it... I have talked to people not from Chicago. I was like, I know Son of Svenguli. So it's just one of those things. I think it, because it, it might have been on WGN, actually, but it was broadcast other places. Yeah. But that's where that's where I uh, grew to love the Godzilla. So you so you liked it when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Absolutely loved it. OK. I was a I was a big fan as a kid. I kind of discovered Godzilla through Power Rangers. OK. Like any five-year-old in 1994 
I was obsessed with Power Rangers, and uh, I was obsessed with the Green Ranger who had a dragon zord, sure. which is Mecha Godzilla. And seeing that, then whenever I saw Godzilla, I was like, "Oh, I'm in. I'm into that. What is that?" Right. So I got kind of into it, and then it had reached its peak by the time the Oscar snubbed masterpiece Godzilla 2000 came out in 1999 Ooh. with Matthew Broderick Ooh. and Sarah Jessica Parker and Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Yes. Jean Jean Reno. That uh, that movie was uh, that was a dog. That movie. That movie was a dog. <laughs> Have you watched it recently? No, I went, I watched it like three, four years ago and it just was such a product of its time in that like people were just given money for spectacle, but in no way, like nothing else, just spec, just, it makes not a lick of sense. Oh yeah. None of the, none, it makes like, and also what, one of the things I love about that movie and I will defend that movie for what it is. I love when they're in the giant uh, footprint. Yeah. And it's like, you see the monster later, and it's like, that's not how big that's his not foot the, is. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. It, that's like that's like five times as big as his actual goddamn foot. Right. But I will say that I think the opening scene is pretty good. Yes. What did you see, old man? Gojira. Gojira. And the scene where it, the first scene where the monster's in New York, mm. when it like the wave comes and like blows apart the dock. Yeah. I think that's cool as hell. Sure. I think that's great. Uh, the entire story is gibberish, gibberish. nonsense. The love story is trash. Trash. And they, you know, they clearly were like, they had the edict. I don't know if it was from the studio. It was from Devlin Emmerich, those guys, Devlin and Emmerich, who made it. But like, we're not going to show the monster till the third act. And I guess that's fine, except like, they're in New York City and they're like, no one sees the monster until the, like, it's walking between buildings and somehow no one sees it. It's walking between buildings and somehow manages to go in through the side of a building and burrow underground yeah. and then is traveling underground. But then when you see the tunnel that this that this monster is supposedly using to get across town, there's no fucking no. way he fits in it's it. It's fucking silly. I, it's insane. Also, Godzilla looks like fucking ass. Garbage. It looks it looks like a child from memory tried to draw a raptor from Jurassic Park. Right. But like can't quite get the face right. Yeah. Like, like it looks bad. He doesn't look like a kaiju. That's my biggest problem with it. Is he's very obviously not a kaiju. He's he's supposed to be a dinosaur, which is not what Godzilla is. No, of course not. Well, back to the game. Yes. Uh, so this is a fighting game. Yeah, it's more of a it's basher. A, yeah. Yeah, it's a basher. It's like Rampage, kind of. Sure. It's not a stretch that they would go and do a Rampage game after this. No. But basically, there's... Let's talk about the modes, right? There's tons of modes. Mm -hmm. There's like a melee mode, a versus mode. This game has online multiplayer. It does. Which I'm sure was just um, an amazing experience oh, in 2004. Yeah, if uh, fucking uh, SOCOM was any indication, the only uh, online game <laughs> yeah. I ever played on PlayStation. There's plenty of characters to unlock. You only start with six. Mm -hmm. uh, very funny. Now, it's 2000 Godzilla. 
and 90s Godzilla, and they're basically the same thing. Yes. Play, I played as 90s Godzilla. I did, yeah, 90s uh, Godzilla. I did complete the story mode. As did I. Wasn't hard. Because uh, you can do it in about 45 minutes. Yes. Uh, if you're bad at games like I am. Uh, you can probably do it quicker if you're good at games. Sure. <laughs> but uh, I will say that this game is a game you need to read the manual. Yes, you do. Because it's actually kind of a complicated control scheme for this game that you would think is just like a button masher. And you can get through button mashing. Oh, yes. But it, there is very clear, like, choke points. Yes. For that. So midway through, there's like a level where you have to shoot down UFOs. Mm -hmm. And you have five minutes to shoot all the UFOs. And you have to do it before they destroy this building. Yes. And if you don't, if you haven't read the manual, you are fucked. You are lost. You are so boned. Like, I, I was so furious with this that I paused the game. I was like, I'm not going to lose. I'm going to die in this fucking children's game. And then when I paused it, there's a little tips menu. Yep. And I was like, what's this? And you can cycle through it. And then it's like, oh, you can lock on to flying targets with R3. Yep. Which, which I'm starting to think. Did Dark Souls steal that mechanic from Godzilla uh, Save the Earth? It's possible that that became a thing on this game. The lock on with the because yeah, that is common in a lot of fucking games now. <laughs> yeah, like that is uh, I was shocked right. that that was a thing. But also there's something that they don't explicitly uh, tell you you can do. And I didn't even understand. I didn't know you could do it until I saw an enemy do it. Is small buildings you can fucking lift. Yes, you can. You can lift them off out of the ground. Yep. And throw them at your opponent. Fuck yeah, you can. So, which is very important because later on there's a bowling mini game, mm -hmm. which, woo, yeah, is is the worst part of this game. Hundred percent. Hundred percent the worst part of this game. Where you have to pick up boulders, but they're boy howdy are they impossible to pick up. Yep. You'll walk right through them. There's yeah, a lot of clipping in this game, very, which is clipping. unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I guess let, let's get back to the modes just so we can get through that. There's like a, a rough story mode that's called like survival yeah, or something yeah. like that. And then there's melee and then there's versus and then there's online. And then you can, you know, this is a game that has cheat codes, oh, yes. which this is one of the things that I love. And this was a cool thing that could happen sometimes. If you bought, if you were buying used games in the '90s and the early 2000s, which when I went through the manual, there were cheat codes written in the notes oh, page. Nicely done, someone. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh, the, the internet was around in 2004, and it's like, yeah, but lots of people were a either still on dial-up. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that was like right when we might have had DSL. Yeah, I think that's around the switch. But also, it's like. I don't know. It's it would it, it's easier to just like find them in the back of the manual, and I think it's cool. It's like treasure hunting. Plus, I think you know we're talking about before like laptops, Wi-Fi, all that. Like there was internet, but I remember still plugging in until like two thousand five or six. And I, you know, you're you're gonna go to your computer, your desktop, your computer, you're going to AOL. You're gonna do a news group. You get all the codes. You're gonna write them down. You're gonna unplug because you probably got only one line, and then you're gonna sit down and fucking play. Yeah, this was the this was the process for me um, going on. If I were to go look up cheat codes yeah. in 2004, yeah. I would have to ask my dad if I could use the computer. 
then I would have to go into the computer room and take the five minutes it would take to turn mm-hmm. on the compact desktop Ooh. we got from Costco. Nicely done. And then I would have to open up Internet Explorer. Mm. Or Netscape you know, Navigator. If we did have DSL, mm-hmm. which I, I would think we probably had DSL at this time. And then I would have to, like, go to Ask Jeeves. Sure. And figure out, you know, I mean, I, I was a big proponent of CheatCC.com. Sure, sure, sure. I believe I've uh, But yeah, off. that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. But buying a used game and having the cheat codes already in the manual, that's, that's just convenient. That's literally the dream. So after uh, I beat the game, I did unlock the cheat codes so I could see all the characters and, you know, fuck around with that. But that's all the modes. Yeah. So let's get into the actual gameplay. Sure. So the, the story mode, I think, I mean, you can choose your character and then you go through, I think, like 10 level, 10-ish levels. Right. Where you fight a monster, and then there's you know two little mini game levels in there. Yep. And so every level is very similar. Oh yeah. They take place in different cities, so the destruction you're wreaking, you know, is in different places. And you fight another monster from Godzilla lore. Yeah. Which is yeah. fun. I think very it's fun. fun. Of course. And you can destroy buildings and. There's many objectives in each fight, right? Which you can basically ignore. Yeah, but if you want to, if you're like a completionist or you're uh, a masochist, uh, you can totally do it. So there's goals for like destroying helicopters because the helicopters will fly around and shoot you. Yeah. They don't do much damage, but they're flying around. They're annoying. Yes, they. Are. Then there's UFOs that'll shoot you. Of course. Uh, those are super annoying because they can interrupt your charge, your charge up. And then you can collect G cells. There's five G cells. There's five G spots in every level. <laughs> and 90% of them are in buildings you have to destroy. But I know what you're thinking. Won't it be hard to find out which buildings have the G cells? No, because this game has severe clipping issues. As mentioned, yeah, you could so see them. So you could just wiggle the camera around a little bit and see straight through buildings and see if it's worth taking the time to destroy a building for the G cell. Yep. But again, it is a totally valid way to play to not get any of them. No, you don't need them. And in fact, I didn't get the hardly any of them. I, I gave up on that pretty quick too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little rough. The way this, the fighting works is there's, you have like a punch attack, you have a kick attack, you have a tail whip attack. Uh, this is for a Godzilla. But the cool thing about this game is that every character has a unique move class. Yes. Like, it's it's they, they have a unique set of moves. Uh, they go with the character. And it's what makes this game replayable in any sort of way. Absolutely. Because, like I said, this game you can beat in half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, probably. But it's worth playing through as, like, a different character. Mm-hmm. And, and seeing their moves, and some of their moves are cooler than others. Some of them are fucking duds. Yeah. Some of them have really interesting mechanics. Mothra has a very interesting mechanic mm-hmm. where you basically have to beat Mothra twice. Yes. Or one and a half times. One and a half, yeah. Because you fight Mothra in her larval form, and then when she gets to 50% health, she cocoons. She cocoons up, that's And right. then regains all of her health back and comes out as Mothra. And basically immune to your laser beam. Pretty much, If yeah. you're Godzilla. She has like a, an, a, a reflection thing that basically makes her immune to it. I believe Mothra is a woman. 
Mothra is female, yes. Mothra is female. Yeah. I didn't want to misgender Mothra. No, never do, please. So you can do that. Then you can you have a jump and you can kick in while you jump and stuff like that. Then you have a super move, which is L2 and R2. Again, you would never know unless you read the manual. (laughs) You can lift up the enemy, which I think is the most effective way to attack, is lifting them and throwing them. 100%. That is the best way to do anything. And then you have a charge attack. So he lights his, you know, his little spinies up, they go blue. Mm -hmm. And uh, remember that meme? I'm firing my laser. (laughs) Yes. Then he fires, fires his laser and you... Blow a hole in Rodan. You sure do. Fuck him. Fuck Rodan. Fuck, fuck Rodan. T- pterodactyl ass. But yeah, and the, the environment is destroyable. Mm-hmm. You can destroy pretty much everything. And there are little power-ups. And one of them I think is very funny, which is just a floating Atari logo for no reason. None. None. No. No, no reason to make it an Atari logo. No, other than, you know, the, they developed it or not developed it, uh published it or whatever everything i've heard about atari and the people that run it and that i have ran it they are the goofiest fucking people in the world 100 (laughs) percent. but yeah the the i think the fighting is very responsive yeah it feels pretty good it's not it's not street fighter no it's not that kind of game but it is and it, it takes place in a in a 3d space it does you can i was going to mention that you can move around you can circle your opponent and try to get behind him and so forth so it's not you're not you're not you're not stuck on that single plane and you can ignore your opponent kind of if you want to go off and try to destroy buildings but oh, yeah. there is a time limit yeah which is and insane. you can't get in trouble with the time limit if you spend all your time trying to find the G spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's definitely not as you said, it's not Street Fighter. It's not particularly smooth. Like the the moves take a long time to execute and animate and all that. But it's not unfun. Like it's a fun game. It's fun to just button mash and then pause it and look up moves and then try this and try this. Like it's it's a good time. It's not, you know, it's not a prestige fighting game by any means, but I don't think it was supposed to be and I don't think it was I don't think they would want it to be. Yeah, and I think we we talked about this before. This is this is definitely a rental. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely this this game was a great rental, Very, I would yeah. say. So if you are, you know, 13, you know, having a have hanging out with your your boys your on boys. the weekend in 2005 and your mom takes you down to the Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, sure Super have. Duper Video, what have what you. What have you, yeah. And, and you rent Godzilla Save the Earth, yeah, and you're playing it with your boys and drinking soda mm-hmm. and uh, eating candy. This is a good time. Yeah. And it has Jet Jaguar, which is one of my favorite Godzilla characters. So, Of Just- course, Jet Jaguar, the famous Godzilla character everyone's totally heard of and knows see if you know you know though because jet jaguar is the man he just flies in he's just a dude an alien dude in a suit he just kung fu's he knows kung fu giant and he he, he fighting godzilla he fights godzilla with kung fu he does i think he has powers if i if i remember right he uh has powers but uh yeah and godzilla also doesn't have the sort of mobility to do kung fu so no at a severe disadvantage when it comes to that yeah did you notice that once you hit the Mothra stage, there is a fucking steep difficulty increase. The AI cranks it the fuck up. Yeah. Mothra is like, you're basically like drifting, you know, aimlessly through the previous levels because yeah. it's yeah. so easy. And then you hit Mothra 
And all of a sudden you're like, oh God, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. yeah. And then it turns it up even more with Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Because you're also getting attacked by UFOs the entire time. You go to space. There's a space city. There is. That you fight him in. Like your normal attacks do way less damage to him because he's metal. He's made of metal. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So let's check in with the critics on this game. Critics who are famously never wrong about anything. Mm -hmm. So Godzilla Save the Earth received mixed reviews on both platforms, according to Metacritic. One Up Games, uh, all the dudes from, uh, I guess, rival podcast, Retronauts, they were all One Up guys. They all worked at One Up. Sure. Uh, gave the game a B minus. Saying okay. Godzilla Save the Earth is a fun game and worthy sequel to Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. If it had been afforded a little more finesse, especially regarding the challengers, and a little more authentic Godzilla flavor, it'd be even sweeter. I agree with that. I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, the fact is, though, that unless you're a Godzilla fan, there are better games of this general type out there. War of the Monsters, good game. Good game. And Legend, Def Jam, Fight for New York. Where you can play as a famous, world-famous rapper, Nori. Hell yeah. yeah. Eating, run, on the run, eating with Nori. On the run, eating. Wow. Still, the kaiju in Godzilla's universe are way cooler than grown, sweaty men in tights. Yeah, true. True. Again, yeah. can't disagree. Yeah. EGM gave it a 5.3 out of 10. Rough. It's a little rough. That's a little Game rough. Game Informer gave it a 6 out of 10. So did GameSpot. GameSpy gave it a 3 out of 5 stars, IGN a 6.5 out of 10, PlayStation Magazine 2.5 stars, ooh, ooh, X-Play gave it 2 stars, remember X-Play? I remember X-Play, yeah. That show sucked shit. Sucked big shits. Yeah, and everyone wonders why G4 was done, yeah. because they were bad. Real bad. So, yeah, that's, there's not a lot of critical, you know, works on this game. <laughs> no. I, and it, it seems, I'd go a little, I, I will, when we get there, go a little higher, but I'm not that surprised at those scores. No. So let's, let's get to that part, right? So I would rate this game three out of five Kuchiras. Kuchiras. Kuchira. 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 Three out of five. Okay. I'm going to up you. I'm going to go three and a half out of five uh, small children who no one believes that Godzilla is around. I don't. Thinking of another trope. I don't know. That was rough. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> it's a trope. The little kid Godzilla always has a little kid friend. Sometimes he's got a whistle for Godzilla or something. I watch a yeah. lot of these movies and a lot of knockoffs. So yeah, yeah. Well, the Dragon Zord and, and Power Rangers, right? He he plays a flute somehow through the mask. Yeah, why wouldn't you? His his flute dagger. And the dragon sword is like, hell yeah! He's like rocking, like out. break dances. He he's like not in the dragon sword either. Like he's like outside of it playing the flute to control it, which ne never made sense to me. Doesn't make a ton of sense, but you know what can you do? It's fucking uh, Power Rangers. That was Godzilla Save the Earth from 2004. Thanks so much for listening. I, we say this again later, so I shouldn't say it now. Yep, thank you for listening. Uh, we drop a new episode every PS Tuesday, but if you just can't get enough of Ian and I, you can follow us on social media. Do I it. would tell you the Twitter, but I'll be honest with you, I don't remember it. It's confusing because we couldn't get our podcast name, no. but you can follow me 
at Funeral Casual Games on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Ian Golding Games. And you can follow the podcast at Disc Read Error Pod on Instagram. And uh, please do so and bug us to post more because we're bad at it. Very, very bad at it. But you can also send us messages on there and yell at us for being bad or tell us that we're good little boys or give us game recommendations. We'll take them. And uh, we're not super popular, so rest easy knowing that we'll read it. Yes, we'll read it and probably do your game within a week. Honestly, yeah, couple almost weeks. immediately. Yeah, so you'll get your recommendation done if you want to hear us play something. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again uh, for listening. Don't forget to, you know, <laughs> yeah, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bada boom, bada bing. Bada bing.